here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there, welcome to the Nights of Nerditude podcast, podcast for all things nerd. I am your host tonight, Sean, and I am the only one in studio because I'm joined on the Skype hotline by... Uh, waiting for my Fantastic Four callback, it's John. And I'm wishing we could do this in musical form tonight, it's Chris. Yes, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so we have a light episode tonight, uh, two, uh, two trailers, a little bit of news, and we have the most recent... Marvel movie, The Marvels, uh, to discuss. Uh, Two thirds of us have watched it, but uh, I'm sure John has some has some questions that he's got to ask. Always. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's hop right into the news here, um, really quickly. Um, the the one that caught my eye this week is last week we discussed how Warner Brothers canceled the Coyote versus Wiley Coyote versus Acme movie, which apparently has no longer been canceled well it's been like lightly canceled now it's um like they're just gonna finish it and release it now i guess well like, no they're i guess the the i mean i don't know maybe things have changed but essentially what they're saying is well you know if another studio wants to release it oh right yeah they're shopping it around right now right That's they're, they're not yeah. going to you know if someone wants to take it off their hands instead of them writing it off they will live with that uh which is just already a crazy thing to consider um frankly because you know this is a warner brothers like the fact that a looney tunes movie might be released by someone who's not warner brothers is pretty <laughs> stunning i feel like um it's a, so it's I, made right the movie's complete yeah, yeah. just i think sitting more on the or less it's like yeah it's i think the thing was they didn't want to pay for you know marketing and distribution which is not insignificant um you know we should say right. but uh you know but also the movie's done you know this wasn't like what was it batgirl where they were like well you know probably we're gonna have to reshoot parts of it and it wasn't working well, so we might as well you yeah. know this was well you have you had batgirl that was like 90 percent completed and they dropped it they had uh was it scoob halloween or something like the scooby-doo sequel that was scrapped even though all, all that was left was animation. Everybody already recorded their voiceovers. And but isn't that a big expense, though, relatively speaking, animation? Uh, I mean, you have to pay the actors. Yeah. I don't know but, if you have... I don't know if voice work is, like, the same, though, as some of the other I, stuff. Honestly, yeah. like, I think you just, I, like, okay. pop in and do your stuff. Like, they were talking... Uh, what was it? Matthew... Well, weren't we talking about this last week about Matthew Lillard? How he was, yes. like... He was the yeah. voice of Shaggy Rogers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it doesn't take as long for them to do the voice stuff, but so they don't get paid as much. Right. But, but in, um, in this, in this kind of movie. So I know like the cast was huge. Like the, cause I mean, it's, it's Warner brothers. Like they don't care. Um, but I remember like a lot of people who were like, yeah, I finished my voiceover work on that. Like 
couple months ago and like i thought this was going to be completed like everybody was just really upset when they canceled that project Mm, and i think just the fact that i don't know for maybe the batgirl thing was this weird thing where it was sort of stuck between worlds i think it wasn't going to be theatrically released right it was no that was strictly for the yeah that was straight to the streaming so there was kind of some thought of like, well, you know, this is kind of trapped in the twilight zone where, you know, at the beginning of the sort of onset of all the big streamers, you know, things got, we greenlit some weird things that probably <laughs> shouldn't have that just didn't make sense in like a strictly like financial, like, you know, did we talk about last week on Netflix is like, we're not going to really do much yeah. with movies now. Yeah. yeah. The same yeah. kind of deal where it's like, you know what, like we're going to, spend a hundred million dollars to release a three hour movie. People are going to watch on a Friday and never think about it again. Like that just doesn't, um, but no, but this was soon, but this was a real <laughs> movie like John Cena. He's not the rock, but he's like a star. Especially you know? for Warner brothers, like with the suicide squad and peacemaker coming out recently. Like, yeah. And he's I mean, making the Sean- money. James Gunn's a producer on it, you know, like it's, right? it's their guy, the guy they picked to, um, you know, steer and navigate the, one of their biggest IPs, uh, was an int- Well, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say integral, but like it was a big major part of this movie and they were just like, nah. So it, it sounds like there's actually been some blowback. Like people have oh yeah, been like creators, not necessarily, you know, the Looney Tune diehards are not only them, <laughs> um, however numerous they may be, but no, but people are like, this is bullshit. You can't just like keep doing this. And like, yeah. frankly too, I think like, they're like, this is a bad precedent. You know, like we had that one thing last year, but we can't keep doing this. And you know, mm. Warner, it's weird too. Cause like Warner brothers is the, like, it's going to make me sound like a little up my own ass, but like, Warner Brothers like makes itself out to be like, oh, we're the like prestige studio. You know, I know like it can be hard that anything that released the uh, original Justice uh, Justice League movie <laughs> would say that, but that is how they think. Um, and like, I'll be, you know, I I I see that with some of their stuff. Um, but like between this, between the thing um, in 2020 or what was that 21 where they're like, we're going to put everything on max and mm-hmm. do the sort of simultaneous, uh, um, at home and in the theater release. Uh, it's, it's, they're ruffling people's feathers, which is, uh, you know, not great talent. Uh, you know, can be very, very peculiar to say yeah. the least. So. Especially when you say why did they say why they're not doing it? It's a tax write off. Are we assuming, is that what it is? Or are we assuming they don't want to spend like the 35 million on budget? Well, on, well on it's an economic box. thing, you know, yeah. the, just not, not to get accounting, but like if you put something out there, I think the way it works is that, you know, it's like, it's like an asset. So you have to sort of depreciate it or you get to take the cost over time. Like, I don't know what the useful life is, but you take it over five or 10 years, say, whereas if this is like a total mess, a disaster that you're never going to see any income from or any money from, you can just write it off. Well, I I know they did that for the, the other, what the hell is the other one we were just talking about? Um, Bad girl, bad girl. girl. Yeah, I know they did that. Like that was a huge, uh, that was a big budget too. It was like one twenty. Yeah, this is this is about half of that. So, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know if they're saying, but I'm, you could do a write off, but it's almost like, 
you do a cheap, cheap promo for it, and then see if you can bang out twenty-five million in total yeah. for this. Well, it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Was were they saying the budget was thirty million, or that it was no budget seventy? I was okay. I was so, saying like so that's like the tax. Be, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I so, think promo so that's would be the actual five and yeah. And something like that but it's crazy that for a movie that's finished they weren't even like we'll just throw it on the streamer you know because that you know i could see that being a little fun movie that you know hey we'll we'll spend 10 minutes talking about and you know just be another thing to see you know i don't think max has a lot of family stuff though i think they sort of pivoted away to like not like indulging that like early on they're trying to throw everything at the wall see what sticks and that was one of the first things that fell off but not gonna win uh, awards for this so no but but the the thing is john you you like you mentioned it and it's so true like they're trying to rebuild dc at Mm -hmm. warner brothers you really think a lot of people are gonna want to sign on to these movies if with them like within a two-year period they cancel like three major projects for Mm -hmm. tax write-offs purposes like no one's gonna want to work with the company well one was animated it doesn't matter like that uh dc is doing animated movies and stuff no i'm not not disagreeing it's just you're dealing with you're dealing with warner brothers and they're as of right now over the past few years they're known for canceling projects yeah but yeah like do you want to three's three's a trend yeah Talk to any of your screenwriting pals. Three is a three is a trend. Rule of yeah. three. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a bad look. I mean, I don't think it's like you know. But, but I like I don't now. I don't necessarily view that as a bad thing. I mean, holistically looking at it, like yeah, no major actors want to work with DC anymore. Okay, if I'm the executives, that's that's perfectly fine. We're still trying to do this. This revamp. I, that's of DC. not. Perfect. I think that's a horrible. I mean, that's a horrible. No, yeah, you're you asses the in the seats. No, but the thing is, you also don't want to. Like, we just had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. Like, you don't want to drop. You know, I just did a list of all the Marvel budgets. Every single one of them is two hundred million plus. Right. You don't want to drop budgets on that. And and if you are an actor who has a name, and you are asked to do marvel or dc or these big franchises like star wars you're going to ask for a boat ton of money and let's face it of the 200 million you're going to spend at least half of that if you get like four name actors it's 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 you know if you go low if you get low budgets like we've been saying the budget's too high for these movies and, and you're essentially getting the same stuff you're not getting anything different. So at this point, and plus the studios have to pay more, so they're trying to cut, cut costs. And one way to do that is to get actors and actresses who are not as well known. It does not matter if you put butts in the seats. At this point, it's a budget game. But you're it, not it, shooting. For, oh, you're not, I don't know. You're not going to hit a billion dollars. You're not going to hit a billion dollar movie anymore. Like, it's just not going to happen. Oh, it, it'll I, happen. See, I, I don't it'll think happen. I, I, yeah, yeah, one I, movie, one movie in the next three years will hit one billion dollars. One, I will call it now. One, one movie, and that's it. I, I don't even know which one it is, but one will hit a billion. Okay. I'm talking U.S. domestic, by the way. I'm yeah, not talking, no, I, I'm not talking. One, well, a billion, and that's billion it. domestic is is a big haul, anyway. Right. I don't. I yeah, don't but think we've had we've had like I don't what, think five in the past six, five in the past ten years. So, now, I don't think I don't think anything. I think it's still Force Awakens is like domestic at eight hundred, but no, I know what you mean. Like a, a super, 
you know. Yeah, you're not going to get that anymore. And at that point, it's, you know, you're, you're dropping 200 for a Marvel movie, 200 for a, whatever Zack Snyder's coming out with nowadays. But it's a budget. It's a budget game now. It's not an mm-hmm. income because income has been proven that things have been affected since COVID. Not as many people are going anymore. And granted, it's come back a little bit, but it's not going to be as big. So at that point, it becomes a budget game. You yep. can't yeah. spend the same amount of money because the money but, you're spending is not getting the same return. By I the wonder, way, Chris, uh, really quick, domestically, no movie has ever crossed a billion. Yeah. Was it still Friday. Force Awakens, right? right. Force Awakens, 936 You know what I mean. Like the big, big blockbuster hits, like 800. Sure. Like I'm talking like Spider-Man's, The End Games. You know, I'm, I'm talking all that stuff. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to, and that's Star Wars, obviously, but you're not going to get that anymore. Yeah, I think I think they're star vehicles, man. Like I think at the end of the day, yeah. like you tell me who's cast in it, that's like sixty to seventy percent of how likely I am. I mean, especially now that at least on the Marvel side, that like the director kind of doesn't matter, you know? Not not oh, yeah. really. I mean no, like it, yeah, it Sam Raimi maybe, but you know. No. no. Sam like, Raimi doesn't have that big of a following to like no. pull in. Oh, I mean they're not they're not like I outside of um like James Cameron, I mean, not Marvel, but like outside of James Cameron, like, like the director really doesn't matter. Well, let's face like, I'm it. Look, I'm looking Spielberg at Spielberg in like a very classic Spielberg movie. You might maybe have a little bit uh, there. I mean, I'm looking at the top 10 movies, uh, top grossing domestic movies of all time. And James Cameron's on there twice. Oh, yeah. He's a fuck. He's a stud, dude. Like, I'm sorry, insane. sorry, not twice. Sorry, he's on three times. times. Yeah, what is it? Avatar? One. Two Avatar, Avatar Titanic. Titanic. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, then there's the Russos. Uh, they're on there twice with Infinity War and, and Endgame. Right. But like, come on, that's like one movie. They won't JJ. hit it. Yeah, they won't hit it again. Yeah. JJ Abrams and yeah, traffic. No Snyder. No Snyder, right? God no. Is there a Fast know. and Furious on there? There is not. Okay. All right, really quick, I'll go through. Uh, Force Awakens, number one. Then Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, Avatar, Top Gun Maverick, Black Panther, Avatar A Way of Water, Infinity War, Titanic, and then Jurassic World. Man, I okay. couldn't even tell you who directed No Way Home. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Off the top matter. of my head, like, it, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. doesn't matter. There's no way, there's no way it matters. Um, and let's face it, any Marvel movie at this point, it does not matter because uh, outside, Feige has direction. Yeah. Outside of James Cameron on this list, like no director matters. The reason right. why they made but, money is because of what the, the like project was. Sure. I mean, the thing you could say about James Cameron, though, is that, you know, he is, is three movies on that list. It's also like the only three movies he's made in my lifetime more or less a uh, no, couple couple, couple years with true lies and t2 in there but yeah um the abyss which wasn't a blockbuster that was that was a while ago <laughs> but um anyway uh yeah do you want to talk about uh stars and marvel movies real quick yes pedro pascal apparently is is going to be was he Mr. Fantastic? In yeah, the- rumor mill says he's Mr. Fantastic. Reed Richards. That's interesting. Do I want that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't so Reed Richards, either. that was Chris Evans, right? No. No, 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 no. That was, oh, God. Oh, no, he's uh, Johnny, what's his name? No. Johnny? Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I can't think of that guy's name either. Yeah, it's like he was in that and like a he was in the TV time show. TV show. Yeah, right. Like on CW, <laughs> yeah. and that's all I know him from. Just that's it. But like, I liked him as Reed Richards. Like, right? It was shocking how how actually yeah. impressive it was. I liked I liked him. Um, and then like obviously, uh, what's his Jim from The Office is like he was he's fine, but like oh yeah, but that was that was like two seconds. Oh yeah. Left. Yeah, I mean that was like a tease for the oh, fans. Krasinski, Krasinski, yeah. yeah, John Krasinski. Um, but like, I don't know. Uh, I like Pedro Pascal. I just, I, I feel, I feel like, like we need to get off his train a little bit. When Seriously. did yeah? When did Pedro Pascal become like gravitas Spanish Chris Pratt? We're like Mando. he just has it to was be Mando. In everything. Mando. Yeah. Mando, yeah, which I mean, yeah. just a Season stunning, one. stunning performance by him and Mando. <laughs> like, like that, I that's mean, seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mando put his name out there and then it's like Wonder Woman 84. He was in. Yeah. He, yeah, you know, he was in, I mean, he was in Game of Thrones. I feel like that. Yeah, was but like uh, a big thing uh, he's in every single meme with that stupid with the Nick Nick Cage scene. <laughs> Anything yes. you scroll through on Instagram, it's that yep. scene in the I car. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He's everywhere with that. Yeah. I, I mean, he like props to Pedro Pascal. He's doing a lot. I mean, oh, he's sure. in The Last of Us. He's doing a lot. You know, what's, um, you know what's really funny is that it's just it's just comical how like everybody was a little. He, the rumor mill was going like he wasn't happy because he wasn't showing his face. Mm-hmm. But. The thing that essentially launched him into upper echelon stardom was his character where you did not see his face. It's just right. Right. It's just it's just not even really in the suit. Yeah. And and like every notice how like before every season of Mandalorian comes out, there's like these news stories that come out. They're like Pedro Pascal is pissed. He doesn't want to be Mando anymore. He wants to show his face more often. And then they're like, oh, like there's like these things going on on set and he stormed off. So they had to change how the second half of the season. And like, I haven't seen any of that or really hurt. It's just like all rumor mill. And it's like, I I think he's happy with his paycheck. Yeah. I mean, it's the most (laughs) obvious story to write, you know, like, oh, star upset, which is a thing. Like, don't get me wrong. is a thing. I don't know if that's a problem with him. Like Sean, you said, I think he probably, you know probably records a bunch of lines in his closet and uh you know has to go to santa barbara for like you know three days a year and gets paid you know 20 million dollars or some crazy amount probably yeah yeah um to be the best show on disney plus by the way um i've canceled my disney plus account wow you know, i don't think there's anything immediately on there that like i really need to check out not until not, andor comes back or i I'm not really upset by that either. I don't want to say I'm thinking about doing that, but you're right. I have children. That, like... right. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the yeah. only thing. Yeah, like that. That's really why I have it. Like he he likes Spider Man and his amazing friends, which is a Disney Plus exclusive. And go for it. Not getting rid of it anytime soon. Um, I think I'm going to be a little bit regretting that when, with some of the Christmas movies, but you know, I think we'll try to up a Christmas Carol, try to get past that. I, I have that digitally. Direct, oh, okay. So good. yeah, good. Well, good. Yeah. The Santa Claus is on there too. Which, I know. Which I for know. some reason is a, is it like a, uh, a guilty pleasure of mine for holiday. Speaking yeah. of holiday movies, can I, I'm going to have, can oh, I fill sorry. you in? 
Sorry, can I fill oh, you yeah. in on that? Yes, yeah. yes. So I thought about this randomly at like 10.30 last night. We know. We got the text. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't remember. There was like a – we made a holiday list years ago of like Christmas okay. movies. Yeah. As a pod. It, yes. Yeah, yes. we did. It's I like do Christmas movies this. to get you in the spirit and stuff like that. And then we had, the, you know, the, the diehard argument – not the argument, but like the discussion. It was on yeah. our list, but still. Yep, yep. Did we ever put the movie Trading Places on there? No. No, probably not. That is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm so surprised. I didn't even think of that movie. That Eyes movie, Wide Shut is. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, like, Trading Places <laughs> is, like, a Christmas movie to really throw you. That is the movie that made me want to go into finance. Like, that is it. That's solid. And for some reason, I don't know why that wasn't on the list. Now, Chris, I no can idea. I ask you? Can I ask you a very important question regarding that? I'm not a commodity trader. Well, okay, sure, no one is, but like, from how long from when you first saw that movie to when you finally understood what the trade was and what they did? How long? Was that? <laughs> it was a while. It was a while. I saw the movie. <laughs> I saw the movie in high school, and and that's what it was. And I didn't know it until. Oh, maybe seven years ago, at least. Yeah. So there was like a 15-year gap, I would say, between... And and truthfully, I still don't technically... Like, I know what they were doing, but I don't know the logic behind some of why they ended up the way they did. Because they still went long in the end. And I don't know why. Well, it's because the, the crop report said that there wasn't any issue... Oh, no, wait. Hang on. No, they sold it when it was at its peak... Well, right. they, they short they sell, the they which do. is the real, yeah. The, the problem is they short. They short sell it. So how do we get down this path? Yeah, that's uh, right. there, There's right. a good article. There's actually, I think there's like a good Planet Money podcast about it that literally just explains. Like, that's all it is. It's like 20 minutes explaining, like, what yeah. happened. That I, need to, I need which to rewatch is, it. I haven't seen it in a few years, but it's it's there. Trading places could not get made today, not because of anything else that actually probably could make could not get made but just the fact that like they would have so over explained all of that which maybe would have had some some uh you know benefits too but you know you you would not have left the theater not knowing what the trade was if it was today they would have had some sort of metaphor to explain it plus the pits don't exist anymore except for i think cattle market still has the pits but that's it that's got to be a new taylor sheridan show (laughs) <laughs> i mean probably <laughs> i mean it, it's right in his wheelhouse i mean he's in that area of the country so there was a good documentary about that on netflix like years ago i don't i doubt it's there anymore yeah but it's i called watched the it Pit. no they're talking about how it's like you, we can only do this for 15 minutes a day because people just physically wouldn't be able to just shout and scream at each other for more than that yeah, it really wasn't that well done, the documentary. No, it, <laughs> it wasn't, but it was one well of those done. things. It was a crazy sort of specific thing that even even at that point didn't even really exist anymore. But it was a I was just talking about hate, like some guy just like piece. having a heart attack and just dying and people are just still like shouting around him just because, you know, got to put yeah. the trades in. Yep, you got to do it. You have your, your, your ticket with your pencil writing down broker numbers and stuff. Ugh, okay. That's a whole other genre of like half remembered documentaries you saw 15 years ago that are like impossible to find now. 
I discovered uh, the Frontline documentaries on YouTube. <laughs> I've been, oh, okay. been working on those for a little while. Uh, yeah, those are not nerd-related. Well, that's not true. The downfall of No, there's a whole other kind of nets and nerditude that, you know, maybe at some point we'll transition to where it's, like, actually just <laughs> us being, like, you know, really, like, geeky about, like, super specific things. Yeah, the next we'll classic. The next classic may be classic for Christmas will be Trading Places. <laughs> I'd be fine the movie, with that. The movie that can't be made today for a few different reasons. Just in time for Christmas. Okay, also just in time for Christmas. Um, no, it's not. Uh, no. But we did get another another Marvel-y trailer, Sean. Sure. Uh, this time in the Sony universe. Uh, the superior of, of all the comic universes. <laughs> the Sony, yeah. The best I mean, one. They've got the Andrew Garfield movies. They've got... The Venom movies. Dancing Toby Maguire. Yeah, uh, the Craven movie is going to be in the there. The Craven movie coming out. Cravenverse. That was pushed back for totally the the strike because, you know, they needed a lot of press to go on with that. Uh, let's you know, not forget about Morbius. Morbius, well, which came out last let's year. Let's face it. No, no, no. Let's face it. Sony is a studio that is not dumping its money and wasting it in streaming platforms. So... <laughs> They have they can afford to promote movies with the actors and actresses. So, so. Somehow they haven't done that to screw people out of money. <laughs> the funny thing is how. though, I think all of these have been. I don't think they've taken a bath on any of these. As shitty no. as they all see uh, sounded, and, and uh, I mean sounded and actually have been. I think Morbius. Morbius, I think. They did okay. Yeah, I, I think Morbius was did. the one. Um, but they've done very well. For what it is like they have, you know, they used to talk about Warren Buffett made a lot of his God, We got really into finance tonight. Warren, <laughs> Warren Buffett made a lot of his money by smoking the last part of a cigar that nobody wanted. You know, like, you know, I'm just going to take this thing out of the trash and, you know, turn a dollar into three dollars. And, you know, you do that often enough, you'll, you'll make a buck. This is like what Sony does. It's like, who the hell knows what Adam Webb is? Or as Sean says, Madame Webb. Madame Webb. Uh, yeah. Um, well, first of all, Morbius made $167.5 million in the box office on a 75 to $83 million. Uh, that ain't bad. Budget. That's not like, bad. I mean, that's For not a movie that apparently back. nobody saw. Right. Um, yeah. That movie will be profitable. That movie, that movie will mm-hmm. definitely make money. In, in, in the life of it, even though it didn't necessarily make it all back to the box office. Right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so um, Madame Webb uh, is the next part of the Spider-Verse um, that is coming out. Uh, when is that? It said coming soon. Oh, it doesn't have... Oh, no, February 14th. Just in time for Valentine's Day for lovers. Yeah, perfect. So it it follows um, Madame Webb. Uh, was it uh, Cassie Webb, who uh, is a clairvoyant who can see into basically the Spider Verse uh, in a way, like through the web. Um, and yeah, it's just I like people say that. Marvel has like stretched so far, like try, like grasping at straws at der- certain like heroes and villains and stuff. Like, guys, Sony's getting worse than that. Like, yeah, <laughs> Sony, Sony's really pulling up from the bottom the, of the barrel. The fact here. that they're, they're like, 
sort of doing that whole like, hey, we have Spider-Man, so let's like introduce the Sinister Six. But like, they're kind of doing it correctly by giving each one a, a movie, which like, granted, they're not great, but like, that's the way you do it. You don't follow DC and just like, hey, let's release them all in one movie, and people will be a little confused. Um, so like, I'm happy they're kind of doing that, but like, you don't need to introduce Madame Web right now before you've introduced like the entire Sinister Six. Wait, who is? There's nobody in the Six in this movie. No. Who is the Sinister Six for? Uh, uh, it's a few rotating. It's a few rotating. Yeah, but it, you've it, seen it's... you've seen Vulture. You've seen Morbius. Well, Morbius. You've seen uh, Scorpion. Yeah. Um. Venom has been a part of that. Uh, I mean, you got Sandman, Doc Ock, um, Rhino, which you'll see in Craven. Craven is Craven a, is, yeah, a Craven part of it. Uh, I mean, it's it's a rotating list of Spider-Man's rogue gallery of like six bad guys who one day you're just like, hey, let's team up. And then they're the Sinister Six. Um, unless you're watching the 1990s spider-man tv show when you couldn't say the word sinister on tv so they were the insidious six uh little why couldn't why couldn't you say sinister because people were crazy back then yeah, so they were for, yeah. for a kid's show that was too much sinister. Yep, that was too much you could not say sinister. insidious was not correct that's interesting it's i wonder dumb. if that was i wonder if that was a copyright thing it was not no, it really? wasn't. It was a FCC thing. Yep. Yes, it was. Wow. So speaking speaking of copyright, you know, we are in- <laughs> introducing the sort of League of Baddies, uh, but they're never going to face Spider Man. Like As I don't now, think no. there's <laughs> never going to be a you know Avengers like movie so, where they fight Spider Man, right? From what I've, so a lot of rumor mill is saying like give Andrew Garfield another chance. Which I don't see him like even wanting to come back. I mean, he no. came back for No Way Home, but like I don't see him ever. But like that's what everybody's like pointing at because uh, the way Venom storyline has concluded after No Way Home is he's in a different universe. So obviously, there's a Spider-Man in this universe that Venom is taking place in, and so the belief is that all of these movies that are coming out in the quote unquote Sony verse, those movies are a part of Andrew Garfield's universe. So, right. Because <laughs> Venom shows up after at the end of no way home. Right. And gets sucked back to his reality, his uh, alternate dimension, but like a piece okay. of him remains behind. Right. Because at the end of Venom, you have that weird time warp thing. Yeah. But then yeah. at the end of or at the end of Venom two, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Venom two I mean, that happens. Garfield was not a bad Spider Man either. So. No, he's not. It's just he. It fell it down the to movies. the right. It was the bad writing. Yeah, and they yeah. they were rushed. They they rushed both movies basically to get them out. And the the second movie they was had just to sustain the franchise them. exactly. And Which, like, I mean, they're super happy they have. I mean, it's, it's oh yeah, it's really they don't want to give it up. Gone gangbusters <laughs> since. Would I mean. You? Would you? I mean, no. I mean, they they made the wise choice of allowing Marvel to kind of co-produce. That honestly, that was the well, best that's thing just, they've ever done. 
that's just the Spider-Man ones, though, right? Mm-hmm. So far, okay. yeah. I mean, I wonder what Fox... the structure. I wonder what the money structure is now because remember when it was yeah. first. The first movie was like, you make all the money, and then yeah. the second movie is like, you make all the money, but we want five percent. Right. And it, it was something weird like that. Yeah. Remember, I remember. I mean, if, if Fox was still around, they probably <laughs> would still be making X Men, right? Oh yeah. You know. Well, I mean, so... it, obviously, it was bought because of. Well, no, that no, was... sort of franchise. No. I, no. I mean, well, they've really taken advantage of it. <laughs> well, you also got it. You also have to integrate it in some way, right? And I mean, get, let's let's face yeah, it. Yeah, but the if they Marvel were really movies, dying to do this, they would have. I mean, it took them what three years to make a new Star Wars, like you know. Yeah. Well, they, they, they're definitely I mean, taking their time with introducing the, Mar- right. the Fox properties, which you is Fantastic it, Four right. and X Men. You do it right. Right. He knows. But, Feige knows that there's water coming in and he right. needs to dump out and, some. So And to be to be fair, like, I mean, they've only said the word mutant in the MCU like twice. One of which was Namor. And that I think that was the most recent. Eternals? No. no Black Panther. Black uh, Panther uh, two. Yeah. Was the other one WandaVision? Uh no, I don't think Wanda. No, they never. They don't think they ever said mutant in there. But that was the first time we saw the mutant crossover, though. That was the first time we saw that. Yeah. So. What do you mean mutant crossover? The brother, Wanda's brother, in the show was Pietro. Uh, Right. Quicksilver from. Right. But he wasn't really. Exactly. It turned out he was actually an actor. It was just like an incredible troll job, which. I still applaud them for, but you know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really a cross. It wasn't anything they couldn't have done anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just wild that they were too quick. So anyway, Madame Webb. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a, movie. Right? it's a movie that's coming out that's starring, uh, like Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, um, yeah, Adam yeah, Scott, the 50 shades, the 50 shades lady, by the yeah. way, an incredible, for like, I, if I were to just tell you guys, there's a movie coming out on Valentine's Day with Dakota Johnson and Sydney <laughs> Sweeney on it. Like, this would be the last thing you would guess. Yeah, the plot of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emma Roberts. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Emma Roberts is in here too. Oh, yeah, and Mike, Mike right. Epps. Mike Epps is in it too. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So this movie's coming out. Uh, it's you know pretty much feels like Sony's I mean we'll get into it later but Sony's answer to the Marvels um because I think, it's I think all it's, I, I think it's the Cra- female version of Craven like style No no style this is movie a, this is an all woman team up movie and this is the Marvels Well uh, yeah it's team up like, yeah okay. You literally have Madame Web and then you have two spider women with uh Julia Carpenter and Maddie Franklin um, which they show them in costume, and then you have uh, the uh, the third Spider Woman, which I don't even know who she is. I've never even heard of her. And then they're all fighting Ezekiel Sims, who is dressed like Spider Man, which is not the first time in movies we've seen this character. It's well, a this is the Marvel. No, this is the Spider Man. Um... Oh, who is it? What the heck is it? Well, who is this? Okay, so he's like a good guy and a bad guy in the comics. Um, What's but his name? Ezekiel Sims. 
Yeah. This is the uh, first time I don't actually know. Yeah. So you have seen him in a movie and it's, it was this year. Was it far No Way Home? No. But he was in um the sp- most recent Spider-Verse movie. So you know the scene Oh, at, oh, oh, wait, hold on. He he has a spe- a line in that movie. He's the therapist. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. All right. So he's a doctor. He's a therapist. And like when he's a good guy, he's kind of like the therapist for the spider people. So that's why he's in that scene. And he has the line, let me guess, he died. And then they burst through the <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's Ezekiel Sims, which oh. I had no idea. And then I read that. I was like, oh my God, that explains who that is. Um, so yeah, so we've seen this character already in movie form. Um, but now we see the bad version of him. Um, and then on top of that, like Adam Scott is playing Ben Parker. Um, so we need like, another one of those, right? Well, I mean, this is alternate. If, like, if you understand the spider verse, you understand that, like, there can only be one Spider-Man per universe. No, I get it. But so, we've already had three universes in live action. Right. With Spider-Man, right? Plus, so let's seen a bunch let, more. Let's just ex- well, no, exclude that, exclude that. But let's but just that's all canon. That's all canon. No, it does not. But this is this is Sony. This is not. But this is unfortunately that's we have to. Too. That's no, Sony too. No, unfortunately we have to decide, like determine that there's Marvel canon and Sony canon. Right. And this yes, is they Sony do not canon. always link together. No, this is Sony canon. But okay. the problem is, Look, Spider-Verse is also Sony canon. I'm curious how they're going to explain this away because Ben Parker died three times already yes. in yes. Spider-Man live action. So right. let's just, well, te- technically just we've only seen it twice. Cause he was already oh, gone. Come on. Let's no, face it. It's Tom Holland's Ben Parker. He like, he never actually died because remember that's, like that's okay. So this nope. guy was, this you, guy was, do we in, know who it is in the, in the Ben, uh, Tom Holland ha- timeline? No, you know uncle Ben uh, is. Nobody. So knows. Uncle Ben, it's not an actor or anything. I don't know if there ever was an Uncle Ben in that timeline, because, like, there's that scene with all three Spider-Man, and they're all talking about like that big loss that caught, like, almost pushed them over the edge, but they all lost, like, well, Andrew Garfield lost Uncle Ben, um, you Tony know, Tobey Maguire lost Uncle Ben, but Tom Holland lost Aunt May. So, oh, and, right. so like he didn't lose the Uncle Ben that kind of like pushed him over the edge a little bit. And May was that that loss. And the way that the most recent Spider-Verse movie explains it is that's a canon event where every spider person loses somebody close to them. And then there's another one where a police chief uh, captain dies. So like that, like these things happen to every single Spider-Man. So like, just because there's a Ben Parker doesn't mean he can die. Okay. Yeah. This is just Sony screws everything up. Like at least like the Spider-Verse movies are like putting things together and making things make sense. And then Sony puts out these live-action movies that are just like, ah, eh, screw you. Like they break why everything was, apart. Why yeah. was Vulture in Morbius? When Morbius isn't in Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we're no, spending too much like, time on like, this. Look, this why? I'm not. I'm not saying. It doesn't have to be. You could just do whatever, man. Just have Morbius be Morbius, like you know. But why was Vulture in it? Because they wanted Sinister Vulture Six. to talk to Mor- Morbius. Yeah, Sinister, Sinister Six. Six. They're building it out, kid. But but why, this... it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> None of what Sony does makes sense. I That's mean, the problem. The Venom mo- two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I Venom just feel in like the MCU has set this incredibly high bar, which. I'm not mad at, but like of like everything being interconnected, which truthfully, I think now is actually kind of more of a detriment than a good thing. But I loved the experiment at the time and I'm I'm so happy they did it. It was really cool. But like not everything always has to be like that, though. But I mean, the problem is these are supposed to be connected. Sony is not doing these as one offs. They're all part of their Spider-Verse plan. What that plan exactly is, I have no idea because I don't think they know what their plan is. Right. So there's not really a plan. Right. So like, so, so you're making these movies that are in the shared universe with like bizarre connective tissues that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So it kind of takes it away. Like it. <laughs> I if, guess. I mean, I if, feel like Sony's just Morbius, like, let's just have a cool idea for a movie. Like, if Morbius was its own movie and didn't have Michael Keaton in it, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. The fact that they made that decision to put Michael Keaton in that movie as the Vulture, as Tom Holland's the Vulture, why? <laughs> Especially when they're like, but this has nothing to do with the MCU. So why did you make that decision to give him a cameo? Look, he shows up in a lot of properties as a figure <laughs> that doesn't really make sense that you saw in a previous movie. It's <laughs> it's what it's what Keaton does best. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I just but there's there's a part of me that like I just enjoy. <laughs> I love how much the Sony thing almost feels like a troll on the mcu (laughs) you know it's like we're just gonna run these fucking characters you've never heard of into the ground but because it's tangentially related to spider-man and in this case a lot closer than you know whatever Mm. the hell craven the hunter is which that's what (laughs) that's coming out when uh that i think spring pushed back yeah i think it's spring i mean i know it was already supposed to be out by now but um what you got? That what was supposed fall... to be October, I believe. What a fall we were robbed of that in Dune. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> what are, we're never going to get that back. Um, no, I, I don't know. I've never, like, I don't really go to see these movies, but I just applaud what they're doing. And, uh, and also just the fact that they're still, like, sort of profitable. Oh, my like, God. So like, no one talks about like we we've we've talked about like oh is are the walls caving in on the MCU? No one ever talks about that about the Sony <laughs> movies because that the would walls. there are no walls. walls exactly. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Craven was supposed to be out in October. Uh, it is now supposed <laughs> to be coming out August thirtieth of next year. Oh wow! They pushed it back almost an entire year. Yeah, we got to make way for this. Oh Warners God. would have fucking canceled and shit canned that movie a long time ago, <laughs> man. Let me tell you. Would we have been oh. better or worse for it? We'll tell you on Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. We've Anyways. we've given it way too much time to the Sony. We have. Uh, is, really... is your is your name for the Sony thing? Is it the Spider Verse? No. What? It, no. I I don't think it has an official name because once again, it needs to like have a plan to have a name. Yeah. Or have a following. But, you know. yeah. Why? But for real though, why aren't they just making like twenty Spider Man movies? I don't know. Is it, it just does, they, it does, they don't want to piss off the MCU guys? Probably. Case, like, do you want to make another Tom Holland one? I mean, uh, based on, let's just go based off of box office numbers alone. Uh, with just go the most recent. So, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, two Spider-Man movies versus Tom Holland's. Like, Tom Holland is a cash cow with like. The MCU, like the MCU, is just making Sony boatloads of money. So why piss that off? Right. Yeah. Especially when you know you're not going to make No Way Home money on Madam Web, but yeah, still might make money. It's it's the it's Sony being like, this is a Spider Man thing, and I mean, casual fans will be like, oh look, Spider Man might be in it, and I mean, they'll get duped, but. Or they'll be like, why is Spider-Man all, like, black in this movie? Like, is Spider-Man evil? Like, let's go see it. And it's like, aha, we got you. It's not Spider-Man. So. <laughs> you get the, uh, oh, what's his name from the Godzilla trailer being, trailer being like, Spider-Man is destroying things and we don't know why. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle yeah. Chandler. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh, Okay, really quick. Um, on our review coming next week. Yes. Uh, really quickly, I want to touch upon this because this has something to do with... Um, I get news uh, reports on my phone every so often stating, like, different things. And today, I got a very basic one that ties into this really quickly that I want to discuss. And the title of it was, Chris Pratt Needs to Be Stopped. Of course, we're talking about Garfield right now. Um, <laughs> so Garfield trailer came out. Do you want to stop him or applaud him for? Just no, I want to stop it. Like he needs oh, just getting. I'm pretty sure. Up. I'm pretty sure the checks have applauded them him in the best way they can. Mm. You know. Um, <laughs> no, it it it's. Do so, you feel like we're underserved? Like in the Chris Pratt, Pratt lasagna of life, have we <laughs> not had the second helping that we so all wanted? Like, like Chris Pratt, I, I feel like at this point in time, when it comes to casting Chris Pratt in the movie, it's the lazy man's safe choice. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know what you're going to get, and it's going to be the same thing for everything. And for whatever reason, all of these studios are like, no, let's get Chris Pratt. And it's like, he's he's funny. He did really well as Star-Lord. But like he's not an action hero. He's like I I I feel like you know Mario did well because it's Mario, not because of Chris Pratt. And like mm. I remember the Tomorrow War. Like Hey, don't bash that. I thought it was her. That right. movie that movie was terrible. Or or um Onward. Oh God. Uh no oh well, I mean Onward was him and uh, Tom Holland. They did Terminalist um, too. That's the right. show I was thinking. That the ter- like, I mean, which was also bashed by critics. Like, he's he's easily a safe choice to, to go with, 
but like, but it, it, it's, I shouldn't have given this trailer the amount of time that or thought that I did give it. Cause I watched it earlier today because I have a, a coworker who is like in love with Chris Pratt. Um, he, he really, well, that's really, why like, studios hire him. Right. Like he's like anything Chris Pratt does, I will go see because I love Chris Pratt. And it's like, wow, that's sad. Um, he's a bankable yeah, star. We exactly. But he, earlier. he's, he's the safe choice because he's going to give you, he's got one thing to offer you and that's all he's going to give you. And I watched this trailer and like, I like Garfield, especially like whenever we got the newspaper, like the Sunday newspaper, that's like one of the few comics I always read as a child. Uh, I watched Garfield's and friends growing up on Nickelodeon uh, during the day. Um, I've recently shown my son the Garfield Halloween special because that was a part of my childhood and he really likes it. So like, I understand who Garfield is. He's just a lazy cat. Chris Pratt does not come off as kind of like a lazy, like I don't give a shit kind of character. He comes off as Chris Pratt. Well, imagine a movie with a lazy cat. Yeah. So Bill Murray. Remember how were, did that? How did that turn out? There were two movies. How did? Well, <laughs> how did? How did they turn out? With um, money and ratings. Actually, I don't. I know ratings. They're not good. Yeah, they're um, not good. So you think you'd, you think you'd want to do a lazy cat voice, or do you think you want to have a little bit of personality in your? In, I want a lazy cat. I want a lazy cat. Yeah, but then nobody's going to see the fucking movie. Says who? Box office, 208 million U.S. dollars for the uh, first Garfield Garfield. Live action Garfield. Yeah, see, it made money. Look at that. Because that's the 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 first movie that Garfield movie? Uh, Is that like the first ever Garfield movie? Uh, I mean, live action, yeah. And then t- let's see, Tale of Two Kitties, which was the sequel. Um, how much did that make? Well, the <laughs> Google wouldn't even give me how much it made. Um, wow! So on a sixty million budget, it made a hundred forty-three million. So they made money. Those two god awful live action movies. That was when like Hollywood is like everything needs to be a live action car- uh, from a cartoon. Um, and well, you get a big name to put asses in seats. Right. Like, remember like, Yogi Bear? That happened. Like Chris Pratt. Well, I mean. He's a big name who will put asses in seats. That's why they hire him. Will he, though? So far, he has been. So, until proven otherwise. It's, oh, like, the, it's, like, the, it's like the rock. Like, what, John? I'm just looking at Chris Pratt's future movies. Oh, uh, what, what do we got? <laughs> For some reason, we have the Terminalist. <laughs> second season <laughs> well there's a prequel movie apparently with taylor kitsch that's in, in development okay this is the electric state this is a fucking ai movie man this is an orphan teenager traverses the american west with a sweet but mysterious robot and an eccentric drifter in search of her younger brother okay chris pratt who i think is the drifter then it that looks may, like yep. you have like a mocap kind of guy it doesn't say like Cosmo the robot it just says Cosmo and Chris Pratt is Keats, but then there's a mocap guy who I'm guessing is probably the robot. The girl is Millie Bobby Brown, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Ki Hu Kwan is in it. Stanley Tucci's in it, and it's a Russo Brothers movie, so directed by the Russo Brothers. 
So okay, AI movie man, I'm telling you, not <laughs> not a real thing. Uh, any other like no. upcoming? I hate. There's one other not cowboy really. ninja viking, but that's okay. yeah. Oh yeah, no. cowboy ninja viking. Oh god. Listed as in development, although there's a picture of a set, so that means it's in production. Right. Ugh. And uh, yeah. I, oh my god, read the description on that one, John. It's directed by Michelle McLaren. A That's government why. program turns Duncan, a man who suffers from multi-personality disorder, into a super soldier with the attributes of, you guessed it, cowboy ninja viking. <sighs> and Craig Manson lead. has a screenplay credit. This is more of an AI movie, dude. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> this is yeah. Way more of an AI movie. I, I'll, yeah. Interesting. Um, the Roos is producing this too. <laughs> no, no. producing everything that would have seemed like a far uh foregone conclusion though anyway uh let's let's, let's we, we've, we've given let's garfield leave. and sony so much time tonight seriously yeah no i mean because sony's like is it sony doing garfield too like this is a sony i think movie. they are i think, I think yeah it's a sony movie. Right. yeah it's a so sony i mean i i have zero faith in this thing and like it i Come on, people! Like I, I, I'm, I like Chris Pratt. He can be funny, but he, like, he's in everything. Like seriously, Hollywood needs to like branch out and not just go for the safe choice. Like seriously, like try new actors and actresses. I feel like we just yeah had a discussion. Yeah, but except like, this isn't like a superhero movie where you're like hoping to make, you know. Six hundred million to a billion dollars at the box office. Like this is Garfield. If this makes two hundred million, you're ecstatic. So, yeah. So, woohoo! Garfield coming out, and like the trailer. Like it starts off like, oh, this could be an interesting movie, and then like the slapstick comedy kicks in of him eating the whole pizza, and you're like, oh yeah, no, this is this is the movie I thought this was going to be. What did you expect? This well, I mean, it's to a be? kid's animated movie. I don't know. What, oh, did you, oh. what do you expect this movie to be about? I literally all just honesty. I literally just told you, like, I had the expectation. I watched the beginning of the trailer where it's all kind of sad and stuff. And you're like, oh, wasn't expecting this. Then he eats the entire pizza and you're like, oh, nope, Yep. This is what I expected. Well, talk about a crazy, a crazy twist here. Uh, this was originally going to be released February 16th. So Madam Web. Uh oh! Shot him out of this, stuck him, dragged him into bay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk. But do we have anything else to talk about? Other than nope. Marvel's? Nope. Let's go Which... right into Marvel's most recent movie, The Marvels. I um, thought they've all been Marvels. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. That's all um, I'm going to be able to contribute for the next 20 minutes. So. No, uh, I feel like you'll be able to contribute some stuff. Um, so Chris, you watched this last night. I watched it with Sam, who's unfortunately not with us tonight. Um, I watched it with him on Tuesday. So two days ago. Uh, so it's still fresh in our heads. Oh no, I'm sorry. I watched it two nights ago. Oh, so you, yeah. Okay. So you Yo, saw yeah. the same. So what's shocking same is my stupid snack costs more than the movie ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to, uh, welcome to Tuesdays. Yeah. I love a Tuesday. $6 movies. Mm-hmm. That's great. Although, uh, so the 
cinema right down the street from us that uh, Sam and I usually go to, they upped the online charge by a dollar. Well, I would say 50 cents per ticket, I believe. Uh, it used to be $6 a ticket, but for a dollar, you're buying it online. So therefore, it became a $7 ticket, which I looked at and I was like, that's still fine. Like, I'm willing to spend $7 on a ticket. And then this week, it was like, oh, it's actually like instead of it costing $14 for two tickets, it's now $15 for two tickets. That's why I never buy online. You will not take my fees, Fandango. And well, I no, I go straight. World. Yeah, I, world. yeah, well, uh, yeah, I literally go straight through Cinema World. Um, nope, even then, though, that. $7.50 is not a bad price for a ticket. But then again, like the, the reason why I do this is because Sam and I usually go between one and two o'clock on a Tuesday and we are fighting the elderly crowd who this week we're trying to get into the Priscilla Presley uh, <laughs> movie. And there was literally a line of like twenty people. It's it's the it's the old old timey shuttle bus. Oh yeah, from no, the nursing home. But they were all doing the same thing. They were all complaining that it's assigned seating now. Now oh, everyone in line, as I'm waiting for Sam to show up, every single person in line was like, "But it, I understood her in COVID, but like, why now? Like, this is stupid." All right, here's my money. And then the next person would come up and be like, you know wait, assigned seating? They're doing it because they can't understand the screen that they're looking at to pick their seat. Anyway, we're right. going we're 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 off the rails already. Right. That so, was just my little complaint. Yeah. Anyways. Mar Marvels. Marvels comes Marvels. out. It's the new it's the newest it's the right. newest um Marvel cinematic universe movie. We're in phase so, five, guys. Yep. Yes, we are. Starring Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, and um, what's her name? Iman Vellani. Yep. Right, Which, I plays... believe this is her only her second time in anything. Um, sure. So, but I think this is I think this is a couple milestones. So, this is the first time we got a a new character from a TV show, right? In a Marvel movie, two new right? characters. Two. Well, two, two. Yes, you're not wrong. Yes. Um, and then you get a there's a teaser at. At the end, there's a cameo at the end. Do we want to do right. spoilers? Uh, I mean, well, or should we, we try and hold off? We'll hold off a little bit. Hold off for a little bit. Um, it's so, credits. We'll save that for later. We'll save that's, that for later. That's way later. So the the reviews came out for this movie, and we mentioned it last week on the podcast. Like, not that favorable, but I expected that because of like. For whatever reason, like I mean, the first Captain Marvel got not great reviews and i thought it was pretty good um i really liked the first captain marvel and it's just a lot of people being like but women shouldn't be superheroes and it's just like ang yeah. like it's just stupid but arguments when we talked about this a while ago and we talked about the trailer and we talked about what we expect for this movie and what yep. we want i think the one thing we agreed upon was like we don't care if it has to be, it doesn't have to be the best movie we just no. want it to be fun Right, and, and that's a lot what of the reviews, reviews said, that. said that. Exactly. So, so now that we've seen it, Chris, was this fun for you? I had a really fun time watching this movie. So did I. Good. <laughs> right? I, right. I really enjoy. Like, okay, so watching this movie, um, the villain not really fleshed out very whatever. much. Like, kind whatever, of, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you know what? I'd rather take a villain who's not fleshed out than giving me a villain. That totally does not match the rest of the movie. 
like right. in Thor, or like Love in Thunder. Thor, exactly. So, so let's let's. Uh, I'd rather take this, but yes, okay, um, you're absolutely right. So, so you have that that um, the the ju- the the edit editing process seemed a little off. I don't know if it jumped out at you at all while watching this movie, but I felt like there were so like. There was some. Are like, you talking about like the, the physical editing of the film? Or yes. Talking, okay. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It was odd. Like one would be like, you know, Ms. Marvel would be like talking to her parents, and then it would like cut, and it'd be like they're positioned weird now, or like she'd be holding something that like the mom had, and like she was never actually given it. And it was just like weird, but it made me like think: Was this? originally a tv show like supposed to be a tv show so what so you didn't watch ms marvel i did on, on you did i did, I you did. did and so i didn't I, I finish think, it but i did watch it well i think the first part of the movie was filmed that sort of to mimic that style and that's right. that's sort of but what i got from that and then i it was kind noticing of it up a little oh no i noticed it through it through the entire movie no, I, the only I reason why I didn't, I it didn't ask, bother me. The reason why I ask if this is was supposed to be a TV show or not is because it definitely felt like it could have been a six part TV show, and they heavily edited it down to be an hour forty five movie. No, I think this was always supposed to be a movie. Okay, okay. I think it was always supposed to be. A movie. I, I I I do agree with you that there was editing and stuff like that. Um, not not problems. It it felt a little choppy. Let's call it yeah. choppy. Yeah. It was, oh, was, yeah. It, but the thing was, it wasn't a problem understanding the story arc, or it wasn't a problem oh, no, no, like no, no. understanding any concept of of the motivations of the actors or what kind of what was going on. It, uh, it, weird, it wasn't any of that. It was just no, a weird. I would say cut, more or cut, less cut cut. It it felt like it was borderline a con- a um continuity issue borderline so, because so, it wasn't quite a continuity issue but like it felt like it could have it was like bordering on that so like according was, to yeah. according to uh, a couple uh, a, a new, uh, an article i was reading mm-hmm. the director so this is like one of the first movies the director has done okay um and she has that like hasn't done an Nia MCU DeCosta, movie before. But... Yeah, hasn't done an MCU movie before. Mm-hmm. And according to the article, it said that she left in post production to go work on another movie, okay. and essentially left. I'm assuming left it to her her staff, like chief editor, all those others, to do that. So maybe this could have been a reason. Okay, but again, it didn't. Like I don't want to harp on that because it didn't take away from anything in the movie. It was it was still it was still put together well. It followed the story like I, I I didn't get lost at all. It all fit, and in truth, the editing matched up with the first fight scene, which mm-hmm. was I thought was very fun to watch. Like we haven't seen that before. Oh yeah, no, like and obviously, so... obviously we haven't seen that before. But it was it was right. like well done enough. Where it's fun, it kept me involved, it kept mm-hmm. me interested, and infused comedy. Yep. And and like that's kind of the what I wanted in this movie. It, it, it mm-hmm. essentially that first part, 
first third of the movie is exactly what I wanted. Fun. It was a little serious, a little bit emotional. That's fine. And they explain that through the rest of the thing. Right. That the rest of the movie. And it, it was just kind of nice to watch. It was fun to watch. And and, mm-hmm. and actually having been a fan of Ms. Marvel, I'm glad that they spent a lot of time with her in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I, I as a fan, I like the show. I like the character. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a fun show. Is it the best? No. no but is it no. fun? Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I want in Marvel now. Because honestly, I don't even know where they're gonna go, and I don't know what I expect. Right. But I'm but, I'm expecting certain movies with certain characters, and I got this from Miss Marvel, and I like that they stayed with her, and that was really mm-hmm. good. What I didn't like in the first part of the movie is the stupid like four minute flashback. Do I oh. do we need this? I feel like I've Wait. seen this before in oh, a Marvel like, movie. Oh, the, all the like how it was like a flashback to the previous movie. Yeah, it was a flashback to the previous movie. Yeah. Why and why do we need number one? I know why we need it. Okay, I get I why guess, we need yeah, it. Yeah, but, but do like, we really still, need to see it? Do we really no. need to see it? Because I know exactly what happened. Even 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 then, the emotional like the tension between Monica and and. And uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. It was not explained in that. Mm-hmm. It was not given. You were not given background it's in the first flashback as to why there's tension in the first place. Right, right. And you get all of that explained later. So there's no real point. There's no reason. We know what happened. And if you don't know what happened, watch 15 minutes of the movie and you'll <laughs> automatically know what happens in the past. Like, you don't need to know. You don't need to know backstory to sort of understand what's going forward. Not to mention Nick Fury's in space. You don't watch any of the TV shows. How do you know Nick Fury's in space? Did they just build a brand new space station? <laughs> There's such a massive gap between the TV shows and the movie. So you just have to take it at face value. But, but like we just got over uh, Secret Invasion, which was like all the scrolls are on Earth. But like, no, they're not. But it's not. It, but it, I, but I'm, I, I'm it's like this that. weird. I'm fine with that because like Secret Invasion kind of sucked at like. It no, started you're not, off you're, strong you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So like I'm happy they were just like. Hey, let's ignore that happened. Even though like two thirds of this movie relied on television. You could introduce Kobe <laughs> Summers in the movie in two movies from now, and I bet you it won't be a big deal. <laughs> in the pa- in the in the future, you can introduce a movie in the current timeline and nobody will have a clue that she's dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Which is which is I think that's fine. That's what you're going for. But at some point, we've passed the threshold of where you take the movies at face value now. Because let's just assume that 30 years pass between each movie. You just need to see it. Just take what's given it to you. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, that, at, that's, at that's what it is. At the end of the day, this is a superhero movie. And I feel like we've gotten lost in these kind of movies where we almost expect these movies to essentially be borderline Oscar contenders when they don't need to be. They shouldn't even try to be. They should just try to be fun. And this movie tried to be fun. And luckily, it succeeded. And, I mean, the, the... the only movie that I could really compare this to, which you already brought up, is Thor Love and Thunder, where it's a movie that I went in thinking, hey, this is going to be fun. And I left and just was like, that was hot garbage. Yeah. Like, that was a mess of a movie. And I do don't feel like this is a mess of a movie. 
even though there are plenty of people out there with a keyboard that would like to say otherwise, um, mainly people who've never seen this movie. This uh, was not a mess. No, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't understand why people think that. I think they're just. I think they're women hating. In truth, I really it's, do. Honestly, it's yeah. That it's at this at this point. Down. At this point, I think I think they're women. I, mean, I really do. Everybody was pissed off about at um, uh, what's her face, uh, Brie Larson, after the first Captain Marvel, and they were like, "Oh, she's such a bitch." It's like, why? Like, why are we hating on Brie Larson? Like, what did she do that made us hate her? Right. Like, I, like, personally, comic reader, don't like uh, Captain Marvel because of Civil War Two. Like, that, <laughs> that story yeah. arc made me not like her. I sided with Tony Stark in that issue. Like, uh, uh, like that they were going through on that. So, like, I'm kind of biased against her. It doesn't stop me from going to see a movie about her because I'm invested right. in Marvel. I like Marvel movies. And if every movie tries being like this, I'd be happy. Like this, it was just a fun movie. And like, would I watch? Would I watch this again? Yes, absolutely. I will absolutely watch this again because I laughed a lot. The action sequences were super fun to watch. Like them fighting while switching between uh, yeah. between each other. That was just a fun, cool spectacle to watch. Exactly. And this. It's it's odd. So the the scope of the final battle of what's going on is literally the sun being sucked through a wormhole. So it is a giant cataclysmic like event that all of these superhero movies have an issue with where it's like this world ending event and blah, blah, blah. Oh, CGI create. I didn't get that kind of like this is so CGI heavy in the final battle. Neither, okay, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. Too. Okay, like I uh, granted that the I guess you would say CGI came from them literally switching from person to person, person to person, like using their powers and swapping bodies to yeah. like, fight yeah. the bad guy. That's the extent of the CGI in the situation. But like as a whole, you're like, oh, this is a world ending event. Like you think, oh, so much CGI going on and like things blowing up and like buildings falling. Like there you're really right. was very they sco- little. They de-scoped it, I think. Yes. If you, like yes. if you're looking at the battle in that water planet, it's just essentially fighting in that square. Yeah. And then a couple, you know, spa- a couple of spaceship battles, whatever it is. And then right. it's and then you move away from that towards the sun, and it's essentially her against the three of them yeah. in one room. Yeah, and it's and it's not like they're flying through space and fighting each other and yada yeah. yada yada. Right. And yeah, you get the CGI stuff, but like those, those are their powers. But it's de-scoped. Yes. To create this sort of, you know, you're you're in you're in a, a room with them instead right. of flying through the air. Like Eternals right. was just on a beach and they're all flying around with laser beams and all this other crap, which I is mean, which is fine, yeah. I guess, but but that's the problem with Marvel now. And then now that it's de-scoped, like the sun backdrop thing, it's it's almost like it's not even there. Yeah. You you know it's you know it's in the back of your mind like this is the reason they're there, but it's not a it's not like a big thing. It's not like a, a right. giant skeleton coming out of the earth. With right. the hands sticking right. up, you know, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 
or uh, I mean, just go back and watch any Marvel movie. Um, and it's yeah, it's like Ultron like, flying above this. this the whole fight. Yeah, thing. I mean, I mean, the full all the Avengers movies have that issue, but like, it's, I don't, which, which, I mean, it's, Avengers, it's it should Avengers be that movie. issue. The Avengers exactly. should be that. It's, but like, um, it, you know, I don't, I hate that I'm shitting on one movie, but like go back and watch Thor love and thunder and the final fight between gore and like all those kids with Thor powers versus like gore's army of yeah. whatever those things are supposed to be. Cause they're not symbiotes, even though that's what they're supposed to be. Let's call it generic army. Yeah, generic shadow army. Yeah. That they're fighting. And like everyone's got Thor powers. So there's like 60 Thors shooting off lightning and doing whatever. And there's just a giant battle going on. And like you don't get that with this. I mean, you get the shot of Earth when they land and you're like, oh shit, things are happening. But like you don't see the buildings like imploding and getting sucked away or like you don't feel like. It is this world shattering event, even though it is, but they don't show that because they don't need to, because that's not the focus of what's going on. It's the three Marvels trying to stop the bad lady. Yeah. On a room on a ship. Yeah. I want to move on to the, I want to mention this also, like another thing, another thing I actually liked, even though I question I questioned it at first, but I actually liked the dynamic and the way they played off each other. The three, the three of them. Yes. Uh, I thought it would be a little problematic when I first watched Ms. Marvel or Ms. Marvel and then knowing um, how she was and how Brie Larson was. And, and, and um, we got a little bit of, of uh, Tiana Paris, but I was a little skeptical after I saw that. But, you know, I completely liked it, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I actually genuinely liked it because they they had levity, yeah. you know. I think you had the levity of the situation. I think that helps everything, and then you don't really harp on the. There wasn't a long period of her being mad at, at Captain Marvel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like Monica yeah, 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 being yeah. mad. Monica at, being it wasn't. Mad. They didn't harp on that. That wasn't throughout the whole movie. It was right. It seemed rather condensed to the a small part of the second act. Like that was it. Yeah. And and and, and that's fine. I'm not really a it drama was, person. It, it came down to it was a hurdle that the two characters needed to kind of overcome in a way, like just to clear the air. Like, hey, you said you yeah. were going to be right back. And she was like, well, I didn't want to come back as a failure. It's like, yeah. oh, well, we needed you to. La, la, la. And then, walk yeah, and then that was like, it. Oh. And then they, and then they like wrap it up in a bow in the third yeah. act after she comes up with the annihilator. Like, exactly. That's it. Done. I'll yep. take it. I'll take yep. it. No superhero movie should have too, too much drama in it, which is, nope. you know, fine. It was, I mean, again, like the the minutes of this movie is the shortest Marvel movie, I think, in the, on. I believe so. Hour and all 45 minutes. Like, it, it's incredible how short this movie is. Yeah. Um, it's, it was, I think it's the shortest movie of all the movies in the MCU. I believe so. It is. Um, it is. So, Chris, I have to ask. Um. <laughs> so this movie has a musical number. Oh God! Oh, oh God! <laughs> we all know how much Chris loves musicals. What did you think of that musical number? I like I couldn't watch it. It was so <laughs> so bad. Because after she said after she said this, what did she say? 
they their language is music or something like that, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be the longest <laughs> thing ever. And you know, he sang, and then they had their dance, and they were singing, yep. and then they switched, and she's like, he's bilingual. And I'm like, yes, thank God you worked around this. Thank God you worked around this, because I could not sit through another minute of that. But then again, I'm I'm completely prejudice against musicals full right. disclosure i do not like them i i as somebody who doesn't mind musicals i thought it was very unique to do something like that and it was kind of a nice change of pace in a way it was it very much was and then it, it's also it was also nice seeing sort of uh uh un, not an uncomfortable situation because she she is in it but um uh, a different version of Captain Marvel because she's like this tough, ragged, mm-hmm. you know, superhero who, who saves the universe probably a couple times. And then she's she's like in this ball gown or whatever it was. Just yep. I, I mean, is it an arranged marriage? Sure, maybe. I don't know. It, whatever it, was, it is. Yeah, it's just like they're it's some married, version but of it's, marriage. Yeah. But they're so like, like they're married, but love. it's open marriage. They can fool around <laughs> and, and they have exactly. to sing and dance. And that's pretty much it. And like, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to what they were saying, but you know, it was, it was fine because it was nice seeing kind of that alternative to her. Again, it lasted for maybe two seconds, and I immediately hated it. But again, <laughs> but, it, but it was over. Super prejudiced to musicals. Yeah, um, yeah. So there, there. You'd ask. I, I, I had to. I had to because you bring up musicals. So there's one other reference to musicals in this i don't know if you picked up on this chris um was this the avengers musical no 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 this is uh so when the uh sword base or saber base sorry is kind of falling out of space and they need oh this is when the flurkins are all the flarkin are like yeah, they come what? up with a plan. So they come up so for everyone who's listening who has no idea, the flarkin they look like a cat, but they have the tentacles and they can eat things and their stomachs are bigger on the inside. Kind of like a TARDIS from Doctor Who. So they have limited space to evacuate everybody. So they're like the uh, goose ends up laying a shit ton of eggs and they all hatch into you know, kittens, which was a great, like, sort of callback to Jurassic Park with Samuel Jackson, where the first one, and he's like, oh, come here, come here, come here, and, like, grabbing it out of the egg, almost like how, how Hammond does it to the raptor in the oh, first yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park. And, like, the music almost sounded the same, too, in that part. I love that. But when they're like, all right, so the plan is have all the crew members get eaten by the Flarkin, and then when we get to Earth, they'll just throw them all up. And so there's that slow motion chasing of everyone getting eaten by yes, the Flarkin. Yeah, yeah. What song was playing? Memories from Cats the Musical. Was that what it was? Yes. I was laughing my ass off in the scene watching all these people get eaten by the cats while the the basically the theme song for the musical Cats was playing. Luckily, it wasn't the version from the t- the movie. Uh, I believe I don't know what version it was, but like that scene is stuck in my head because this is one of the funniest visuals I've ever seen in a Marvel movie. Right. And it was hilarious watching that happen. It was unique and I liked it. I, oh, I my God. I really liked it. Like, just like 
It was, the, the, it was, you're right. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> like, and just that musical choice. They could have done anything. They went with memories from the musical Cats. Like, it's so perfect. And you know, and you know what it was. Like, you know what it was. It and they they stayed away from it. It was. It could have potentially been. The eggs, you know, they're finding the eggs. Yeah. It could have potentially been a second villain that yeah. Oh, yeah. always happens that we didn't yeah. need. And it didn't turn out to be that. And I'm oh. so happy for that. Because yeah. that would have added another 30, 40 minutes on the movie. Yep. I mean, the movie time is spot on. Like, it's fantastic. So happy. I was home by this. 9 o'clock. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it's just a perfect timing. Um, yeah, it was perfect timing. Know. It was a fun movie. It's not gonna. It wasn't the best Marvel movie, but no. that's not. That's not what I wanted. I wanted a fun movie that I enjoyed watching. It called back. You know, it incorporated the TV character who I actually enjoyed, Ms. Mm-hmm. Marvel. Um, and you know, and it, like I saw more Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel, which for some reason is really starting to grow on me. So. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't fall. I can't, I can't knock it. Like it was good. And, yeah. I didn't, I don't regret spending money to see it. I'm not going to lie. So I'm on, uh, was it Venali? Uh, Ven, Ven, oh, yeah. Velani. The, yep. the, the girl who plays Camilla. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is like, she's only been in Ms. Marvel and this, like though that's her acting credits. And sure. You could tell. She, number one, you could tell, but you could tell, but I think impressive. she does an amazing job as this character. Yeah, she really she, she definitely plays a really good, like, fish out of water type teenager. Yeah. And, and like, a fanboy of Captain Marvel, which oh, you wouldn't have known until like they hit right. the movie, but like in the show you right. really get it. You really get a lot of oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which I think it was made for me, well, probably for you too, it made it more fun to watch because of the reaction yeah. she gives. Yeah. You know, after seeing Ms. Marvel, you know, and all that other stuff. And yeah, she's just she plays that awkward teen really well. And like, mm-hmm. it's it's fine. Like, it it's perfect. Very happy with it. And the mom and dad and brother are hilarious. They're like, fantastic they're, in the show. They're, they're so oh, yeah. funny in the show. It, 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 it's funny. The brother gets more funny as the show goes on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's it's they're, they're pretty good together. Um, um, yeah, let's let's skip to the credits here so, so, so we got one we well, yeah you do so, one you do the first one i'll do the second there was two well no there's well I mean, there's only the one there's one post credit and then there's one like right after the movie oh there was a wait so the one right after the movie is when monica meets, wakes up no the one before that so kate bishop shows up Oh right, right. That wasn't yeah. a post credit. That was part of it the was, movie. It's like after, right after. Let's call it a post credit, Sean. Let's face it. It wasn't so, even during the credits. That was before the credits. Too bad. This is what I'm calling it. <laughs> right. um, so yeah. So she basically pulls a Nick Fury and is yep. like, "I'm forming a team to Kate Bishop." From... She's starting the Young Avengers. Yes. So we're probably gonna have her, Kate Bishop. Uh, Ant Man has a daughter, as she Ant-Man put it. Ant Man has a daughter, <laughs> and then we'll probably, maybe, maybe get She Hulk, which you know I don't really and like. Whatever, I don't really care for that. Right. Um, truthfully, yeah, I'm not opposed to her being the one to put the team together. That's uh, fine. Because I was thinking about it earlier. They wanted, I knew they wanted to do Young Avengers. 
and then you're you're like just trying to plant your hat like okay who who's going to be the one to put them together is it going to be Kate Bishop is it going to be Cassie Lang or Camilla Khan it's Camilla Khan she has yeah, the most and- and um, she's the only up. one who has. Let's, yeah, she's the only one who has uh, has talked to Fury. Well, let's let's go with that. Well, at this at this point, yes. But you also want to think of it like, all right, look, who's going to be the relative leader to this and things like that? Like, who's who's going to come off as the one putting the team, like putting the right, team together? Right. In quotes. Um, I'm not opposed to this. I love this. I yep. like Kate Bishop. I thought she was. I thought I've watched Hawkeye probably more times than any other Marvel show. Wow. Um. I've seen it. I've seen it like four or five times. Hawkeye was entertaining, and uh, yeah. Echo is going to be coming out soon. So Which Echo, I... Echo might be. I don't think she's going to be Young Avengers, but no, it. But it's it's a spinoff. It's just yeah, it's a spinoff of that. Look, I'm 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 excited for it. I like that they're doing Young Avengers. I'm not opposed to it at all. I I really think they need to be careful because I think obviously the internet's going to hate the fact that so far there's only three Young Avengers and they're all female. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just be ready, but I'm completely on board with it. I like, I like what I saw so far on the shows. Quantumania, not so much, but whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, so we got that little teaser at the end of the movie. Uh, then the credits rolled and we got our one and only post credit scene. So the way this movie ends is Monica, uh, she has to fix a tear in uh, in space, space time. and time. Uh, so she goes through and kind of like uses her, the energy from Camilla Khan and Miss um, Marvel. They like shoot her full of energy. She uses that to then manipulate it and pull the pieces back together uh, to f- fix the hole that was caused by the big bad guy to try stealing the sun. Whatever. She wakes up in a hospital bed. Her dead mom is sitting next to her, very much alive. And she's like, oh, my God, mom, you're alive. Oh, oh, my God, where am I? Oh, and the mom is just like really confused. But she's like, hey, hey, calm down, calm down. She's like, where am I? And then you hear a voice and a very, very, very heavy person walk (laughs) by. Very heavy. Because you hear (laughs) as they're walking by. And like my head, I'm like, I know that voice. Who is that voice? And then they show it. It is 100%. Fraser Crane, as as some people know it, yes, Kelsey Grammer as Beast, and yeah, she is in that role. Fox's universe essentially. Yeah, um, so we're, we're because flirting with the Illuminati. Uh, I mean, we already did. multiverse of madness here. <laughs> the, well, so we're, we're in that. Are we in that universe? No, no, no. no we're in a different one. Exactly. This is. I'm. I'm. I can only assume based on how they like zoomed out and there was the giant X door. I'm assuming we're obviously in the X mansion, mansion, which makes me believe that we are in no um, Patrick Stewart because McAvoy wasn't with Kelsey Grammer. Patrick Stewart was. That's right. Patrick Stewart. That was was Nicholas Holt. Yes. Uh, so yeah, good contribution, John. <laughs> there you go, the John. Contribution. Um, He's listening at least. I bet you he heard Frazier, and that's what. <laughs> yep. Apparently, they had a really good episode. Uh, <laughs> I'll report that next pod. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yes, yes. Like this, this post credit 
definitely got me more giddy and excited about what's to come than like some of the, I would say past couple years worth of post credit scenes. Um, I mean, it's this, it's been a long time coming. I mean, we earlier in this podcast, we mentioned how like Disney has had the rights to the mutants for a long time and have done nothing with it. And this is literally like the first actual time they're doing something with it. Yes, they did something in the multiverse of madness, but that was literally like a tease. And now it's gone. Like it went nowhere. Whereas this seems like it's going somewhere. Yeah. It was a week and a half in the multiverse. of Exactly. Yes. And I mean, it was, it was definitely a more of a troll job including the Illuminati in that, then it was like a way to progress the story and the universe as a whole. Um, yeah. And, and I, this, this definitely feels like it's, you know, we're getting into finally getting into the mutants, especially since what, the, what is the next movie? De- Deadpool. Yeah. Which so this is this supposedly is, is going to deal with this. Well, that's a, this is the question. How much of this is going to be in Deadpool? Um, that's a great question. I don't know. Because we need some... <clears throat> at this point, we need something to tie... Officially tie it together. Right. Right? Am I, am I, right. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? No. I don't think so. I think we need something to officially tie the universes together without having this sort of multiverse of craziness. Right. Like overarching, overarching story. It's, I, 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 there has to be something tangential because I think right. I think this might <clears throat> this may revive the franchise a little bit if yes. they do it a particular way because I think the franchise is struggling a little bit right now with with box office revenue with reviews um, I think fans are obviously tuckered out a little bit of some of this stuff <clears throat> oh yeah I genuinely think that if they can tie this well maybe in Deadpool or yeah, maybe in Deadpool. I, I think that's the only thing we can do at this point. Deadpool three is the next movie coming out, and that's July of next year. Yeah, I think, and and they might not have been able to tie it together in less post credit. Guys, Deadpool three is the only Marvel movie next year. I'm okay with that. Hundred percent. They need this. We need a break. So uh, even was it Iger? Uh, Bob Iger or Iger, whatever you say his name, the Disney uh, CEO. Iger. Yeah, he came out recently and was kind of like, yeah, we thought like quantity over quality was going to like help us in the long run. But it seems like that's backfiring on us. So we kind of need to go back to quality over quantity in these things, which is fine. Plus, you also can't drop a billion dollars on movies right per year yeah for one not, franchise that is not going to get you cumulatively a billion dollars in the I'm, u.s domestic box office i mean if you look at television they have a lot of tv stuff coming out but they have a streaming service that you need to fill with stuff i mean granted disney has a huge backlog but it, it keeps people kind of coming back for more as you know they're released and it i mean the budgets on these tv shows are nothing compared to the movies so like that's no, fine ag- agreed but you know did you see like um what the hell is it daredevils have an issues right. yeah uh so, they're 
uh, showrunner stepped away uh, because of the uh, the lockout. Something's whatever it was. Look, I I think think Disney's going to make a choice. I think Disney is going to make Bob Iger is going to come in and make a choice. Be like, what do you want to do? You want to do stick with movies MCU or TV MCU, or do you want to push these Star Wars movies or stick with the shows? Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to he's going to settle on shows for Star Wars. I think he's going to stick with more movies in the MCU than TV shows. I think he'll probably stick with a couple, but I think he's going to do more. I I like the idea of doing the TV shows for lesser heroes that probably wouldn't work in movies. Yeah. Moon Knight probably will not be able to carry a movie. No. Absolutely um, not. I mean, Will he be able to be inserted into a movie for? Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. Like, to I'm telling fun? you, yes. somebody somewhere is going to open a box and Moon Knight's going to be in it. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, go that far, but no. you know, you're not you're not wrong with how that would happen. But like you, I mean, we have like Agatha, uh, Darkhold Diaries, like is coming up. That's fine. That's that's a TV show. Echo. That's a TV show. You know, um, I mean, as long as the movies are right, I mean, we do have uh, Captain, the new Captain America movie, which I mean, kind of showed that that's not really good TV show. So maybe go back to the movies for that. That's fine. Fantastic Four needs a movie. That's fine. Thunderbolts would have, you know, made sense as a TV show. Apparently they got a stellar script and that's why Mm. it's going to be a movie like. That's that one on 50-50. You could go either I way for me. But, like, the fact that they were, like, thinking about a TV show on that until they got the script, and they were like, oh, no, this is a movie. Like, that's that's pretty big. Like, yeah. to, to convince them to go from a TV show to a movie. to They're they're willing to spend more money on this thing. Guess. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, we got all the Kang stuff, but, like, let's ignore that stuff. coming. Well, that's that's I think they'll take a, <laughs> I think they'll take a little break and just stick with. Look, yeah. I'm OK with Deadpool being one, but I, I like yeah. I want them to actually tangentially tie the X-Men because they've introduced yeah. tie everything. Start Let's, tying the universes. Yes, she tie already. I, I would like them to, but she she are, they've already said like she crossed space time. So she's already in a different dimension. Like she's mm-hmm. already there. But let's start let's start moving and melding it all right because i'm i'm not liking we need to move away from this I, multiverse thing i feel I'm, like i'm kind of done with it the whole the whole timeline thing with the loki yeah. we gotta clean it we gotta tie it up like i'm done i'm done let's i just... know i know i mean i know how it ends but i will get into loki another day but i know like the the show is done like it has a, a an ending yeah okay so um i'm not there yet yeah i know um but uh i mean i'm i i feel like marvel should just do the like two movies a year and i will be happy i don't care throw whatever you want at as uh, television i've very few things have made me go like oh i don't want to watch this i mean there's there's times where i'm just like uh like I mean, I watched Iron Fist season one. Like, if I'm yeah. willing to watch Iron Fist season one, I'm willing to watch anything. <laughs> if it's Marvel related. It is and true. It's, I don't have to leave the comfort of my house. I, and it's a TV show. 
I but uh, to go back on the Daredevil thing, did you know that it's an eighteen episode season? Yeah. It's one season. That's way so too much. weird. Way too much. My no, I, split think it up I, th- I think they're going to split it up into two parts. Uh, okay. e- even two nine, ep- like six or seven episodes is fine. Like that, that I feel like that's what they're like coming down to now with uh, the TV show. It's like six to eight episodes. Yeah, but I like yeah. I like the idea of one time we get to see Daredevil. That's it. No, uh, Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. That's it. Eighteen episodes. I'm okay with that if I know that that's the one thing. Yeah. You got to keep me into it for eighteen. Yep. Because it's a long, it's a long process. But look, we'll, we'll see how they do. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how they do it. But listen, Marvels. Back to Marvels. Yeah. I actually genuinely enjoyed this movie. I had a fun time watching it. I will recommend Same. it to anybody who watches, um, who enjoys the Marvel properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll particularly recommend it for somebody who enjoyed Miss Marvel on the TV show. Right. Um, but again. It was a fun watch. Definitely worth your time. It was one of the better Marvel movies that has come out recently, folks. So that I completely agree with. Um, it's it's been a little while. It's not as heavy. You're not going to get heavy stuff like Guardians three. So well, you're not going to. I mean, wh- what the hell's up with all the Marvel movies lately being super heavy? Wakanda forever. They just they kind of well, know where else to go after yeah. a certain point. Yeah, that's that's true. The, the, um, these movies lately that should be fun. Have not been fun. They've been very heavy, yeah. and like, like Ant Man should have been fun. Why wasn't that fun? It was, I don't know, just too heavy. Like why? Well, why? I don't even know. It wasn't even that heavy. It's just it wasn't fun to watch. It just wasn't. It was just, I don't know. All right, we got to give this number. Give it a number, Chris. Uh, eight four. Holy damn! All right. Wow. And um, this is and this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface I'm gonna fill this in on this. This is skewed higher because of how much I enjoyed watching it. Okay. It is um, not it is if I'm rating this as a movie holistically, it's down, but I had actually genuinely fun time watching this. I I for for the sake of how we do our ratings based yep, on the yep, year. Yeah, I know. I I had a rating in mind. And then I went up and I was like, oh, my God, I overrated Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> so I was like, all right, so this was better. Um, so I, I ended up going with a 7-9. Uh, probably should be You're not lower, super but... far off. No, You're I'm not. You're not super far off. It's, it's definitely a, a C-plus to a B-minus of a movie. Uh, the technicals could have been a little better, uh, but... It's just a fun movie. This the, is what the technicals should the be. The technicals for this are the exact same as every other Marvel movie. It's just there's less of it. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, that's obviously rated higher. The fact that I had fun watching it, rated higher. The fact yeah. that it's less than an hour and 50 minutes, rated higher. Like, yeah. a lot of these things are just technical stuff. Cutting, cutting, cutting CGI, cutting time, you know, a little bit more comedy and adding levity. And a musical number, <laughs> it just adds to it. Like simple things, just add to it and make it make it higher rated. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was, yeah. All right. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? <laughs> no, I don't know what next week is. Yeah, well, movies. It might you guys be should watch classic. The Killer. That has been on my list of what I need to watch. It's if a I very. Haven't. It's a good. It's a. It's a. It's not a bad watch. I mean, that's right. that's a horrible. No, it's a good watch, and it's not like too. 
too heady or whatever. Like you right. could definitely like drift in and out a little bit, but you'd be better right. to just, you know, focus, but it's not the end of the world. All right. Well, uh, on that note, maybe that we'll discuss that next week. Maybe it'll be a Conan classic. Not sure. But if you like this episode, uh, you can find us. Did that get picked up on the mic? Oh, yeah, that did. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, man. Yes, it did. Okay. On that note, have a good We're night, We're so thirsty <laughs> after all those takes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night.